0: Introducing the Brain Can Do podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Brain Can Do podcast. I'm your host, Ben Stevenson. Today's interview is with Jessica Wilkes Ball. She's Corporate Responsibility Manager for Wesleyan. But before we get to the interview, I want to say a massive thank you to the Wild Hearts charity, and in particular, Helen McCann, who connected us for this interview. Wild Hearts is an amazing charity that I really encourage everyone to to look into. Their whole aim is to create social change at a global level. Initially, Wild Hearts started out as um, providing office supplies and using um, their profits to bring about social change and in particular they're looking at the Start Her strategy where they really want to tackle global gender inequality. I've been involved with Wild Hearts for a number of years now through education and the uh, resources they provide for students and the different challenges that they provide. And it's something that I really encourage if you're a teacher to look at the Wild Hearts and what you could get involved in, whether it's from their sort of social mobility strategies and the way they support getting young people uh, into working with, with the corporate environment that they may not have the access to, to... Um, educating young people about the UN Sustainable Development Goals. So I really think that the Wild Hearts Foundation has got something for for everyone in terms of what they're looking to do and what they've done for me in terms of connecting people. I say when I spoke to Heather about what we're doing at, at Brain Can Do, what we're looking to do to educate young people about different career paths, And how they can make an impact Uh, she said straight away have have a conversation with Jess following on from uh, having Jen Keeson of IKEA in just a couple of weeks ago talking about IKEA's approach to sustainability Uh, you're going to hear now from Jess about what it actually means as her role for corporate responsibility and some great advice here for what we can be doing to educate young people to have an impact as well. Jess thank you so much for joining us today how are you doing
1: Yeah, good. I'm glad it's Friday. I'm glad the sun is finally shining after a week of what has felt like uh, biblical rain here, shall we say. Um, But no, it's nice. I'm feeling ready for the weekend, shall we say.
0: (laughs) Definitely. I know that feeling, definitely. Um, So if we jump straight into it. So you are Corporate Responsibility Manager at Wesleyan. Um, Could you tell us a bit about what your, your job entails?
1: So I have the fun job. Um, I get to, um, change lives every single day. So corporate responsibility, uh, How do I describe it? You, um, well, my job is to make our business more responsible in how we operate. So I look after all of our philanthropy. So I'm um, the manager of our corporate foundations. That's a million pounds a year that we put into good causes. I do our schools outreach. I do our volunteering programmes. I lead on our social mobility work. And I'm getting involved in our environment piece and how we can be more responsible in our environment. And also I sit on a few different boards in the West Midlands and I'm also um, on the Wild Hearts Advisory Board as well. And I genuinely do have the best job because no day is the same. Um, After this, I'm off to go and see a woodland learning area that we've built at a school for children with additional needs. And it's changed the lives of those kids. And that's what I do I'm I'm Minister of Fun I was once described as so I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have that as my new strap line.
0: <laughs> that sounds brilliant I, I like that Minister of Fun I want, I want a job like that definitely so I guess the, the next logical question is how do you sort of get a role like that there isn't a sort of corporate responsibility degree that students can look for so how did you, you get the role you've got?
1: Well, there is a corporate responsibility degree. I'm wrong. (laughs) I spoke to some students, actually, at a university, uh, and it's totally slipped my mind where it was, somewhere within the Midlands, shall we say. And I went to talk to their um, CSR graduates, and um, it was really interesting, actually. And you can sort of go down a whole rabbit hole of, you know, the intricacies of what corporate responsibility is. But I hate to say it, but I fell into it. Completely. Um, my background is working in the third sector, so charities. And I was working at a really lovely charity. I wasn't looking to move, but then I got uh, contacted via LinkedIn um, saying that we've got a job coming up at Wesley, and We want someone to manage our charity of the year partnership would you like to come and and have a chat? And here we are seven and a bit years later. So I started at the society looking after our charity of the year partner, which was Birmingham Children's Hospital. And in the first two years, we doubled what we wanted to raise. So we raised a quarter of a million pounds in um, the first two years of our our relationship. And then we went on to raise another three quarters of a million pounds. Um, We then felt that We'd done a lot of fundraising and, and staff were feeling a little fatigued and we wanted to go in a different direction. So we started to look at the world of CSR. Now, back then, CSR was quite a relatively new concept. Now it's it's the buzzword. Um, it's actually now called ESG, which is um, Environment, Social, Social and um, I knew I was going to forget what the ESG is. I knew it. ESG. Google it. There you go. Um, So we're now working on a sort of social responsible strategy um, and the sort of corporate sides coming out of it. But, yeah, I've been very lucky in my career at Wesleyan. I've taken opportunities when they've come. Um, I've never really said no to any opportunities, whether that's development or taking on new things. I've been to Ethiopia with Wesleyan. I've been to the UN in Geneva with Wild Hearts. Um, I've spoken in i've spoken at barclays in london um i've been up to glasgow to do events um it's great it's so varied and you know it's it's a job that i never thought i'd end up doing but actually it's my real passion and i've found my found my groove shall we say
0: brilliant is it a fair assumption that i've made that other individuals that you come who you work with there isn't one set path to get to working in sort of corporate responsibility.
1: Totally. Yeah. So you can do degrees in sustainability and, and you know, that kind of um, area. My degree is in art. So I did an art history degree. So um, I'm a humanities graduate, shall we say. And I did that while working. So I did an open university degree and did that alongside working and also other responsibilities outside of work. Um, It was really tough but I'm so glad I did it but at the time when I finished school it wasn't right, I went straight into employment and I've always had a job. I've been made redundant four times, always managed to find myself another job but I'm the kind of person that If I'm made redundant, I will go and do anything because I think there are skills that everybody has that are totally transferable and it doesn't always boil down to what your degree is in.
0: I'll tell you what, the the art teachers listening are going to love me for this, because saying that we had um, a few weeks ago, I was talking to to Jen Keeson, who is the country sustainability manager for IKEA in the States. Um, And her background, she did a a fashion degree, first of all, and said one model in sustainability and said that that parked her interest so much. That's what she wanted to do. So it's great to hear. And I think. It's one of the things that when I talk to students a lot, they're, they're really interested. They know how. And it's it's really pleasing to see. I'd say more so than 10 years ago, students are much more aware about the importance of sustainability. They want to be involved in corporate responsibility, but it's, it's still that sort of unknown. How do we get there? And it's great speaking to people like yourself, because my message is do what you enjoy doing. As you say, build up those transferable skills and actually these opportunities will will come.
1: Yeah, I agree. And for me, it's about your passion and your experience, not what university you went to. And I'm I'm very new world in that in that speak. Um, so for me, if you volunteer, if you're really passionate about a cause or if you're an, an, an ambassador for a cause or if you get involved in something outside of school or outside of work, I will look at your CV more than I will look at someone who's got eons of qualifications but has never done anything for a community. And I think... Young people now are so much more aware of of the environment. You know, we've got a lot to thank Greta for. And I think we also have a, a responsibility as a business to attract young people and talent into our business. who have a passion for what we do and what we stand for. You know, we look after doctors, dentists and teachers. And for us, it's really important that we not only support our future workforce, but the future workforce who are who will go into those professions, who will be our future customers. And as as a business, it's for me, you know, the whole social mobilities piece and supporting those really talented young people who perhaps don't have the sort of network around them to open those doors is a real passion. And I and I would love to see in a world you know that all kids have the same opportunities regardless of their background. Um, and that that's my sort of real, you know, um, that's what I'm, you know, nailing my colours to really.
0: It sounds like a really sort of worthwhile idea that we need to be pushing and something that I know Wild Hearts um, strongly believe in, who, who put us in, in contact. How did you, you first sort of get involved with, with Wild Hearts?
1: I sat next to the lovely Chris Bryson on a training course there you go um you know the the one thing I always say to young people is don't be afraid afraid to have a conversation with someone because you'll never know where it leads and here I am now having sat next to Chris on a training course chatting over lunch in the days when you used to get a free lunch on the training course um and we sat there and we're going so who are you what what's your deal and he's like oh I'm from Wild Hearts and I'm going who are you uh next thing you know they're coming in to see us we switched our stationary supply to them uh they Mick Mick then came to me and said, oh, we'd really like you to do X, Y and Z. And you can't say no to Mick. Mm. Um the next thing you know, we were a school's partner. Um, and then we had another conversation and Mick said, you know, you won't mind me saying this. He says, you know, you're you're pretty out there, Jess. And I said, yeah, I am pretty out there. He said, uh, do you want to sit on one of our advisory boards? Like, oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to speak in Scotland? Yeah. I'll come and talk, talk at the jail youth. Do you want to speak at Barclays in London? Uh yeah, okay. Do you want to come to Geneva? Oh yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> so here we are. You know, I was I was quite heavily pregnant when I went to Geneva. So my son has been in the UN. Um, but it was an amazing experience, and it all comes back to that initial hello with someone. And I think in the world of, of virtual networking and, and having a chat function I think it's great because young people can maybe ask a question in there that they may be too frightened to say face to face but I think there is a huge you know if there's one thing I, I, I want young people to take away from from many of this is never be afraid to ask a question because there's no such thing as a silly question and I say it all the time I put my hand up at stuff and go I need to ask a silly question and and for me I'm I'm not backwards and coming forwards with that and I always try to to instill in young people you know it all comes from a conversation you don't know who that person is and you don't know who that person knows to help you further your career I'm incredibly lucky through people I've worked with who've helped to advocate for me and I think that's something that I would really really push into young people is that have those conversations be bold and be confident and if you're not bold and confident then Find someone as a mentor who can help you on that journey.
0: I think that's awesome advice and something that I'm going to ask you probably to do do a bit of my job for me because it's something that as a, as an educator I'm often thinking about the skills we teach in school that are not necessarily assessed in the qualifications. Um, and I love what you're saying in terms of that community outreach is vital with students you're looking at. You want them people who aren't afraid to ask questions. What else do you want to see when young people are coming to sort of work with you or people you you enjoy working with, who you successfully work with? What other sort of characteristics do you think as as educators we should be promoting in young people?
1: Empathy. Real real empathy in, you know, we, we seem to live in our own bubble sometimes. And I believe that sometimes it's it's worthwhile for young people to step out of that bubble and see what it's sometimes like in another in another bit of the world I went to Ethiopia as I say and um, I will never ever complain about not being able to get a doctor's or a dentist appointment ever again Um, because over there we sat in a hospital there's no running water above the ground floor and they've got a neonatal unit where they're keeping babies alive and saving babies lives and I think about that a lot when I get a little bit hot-headed maybe and I get a little and then I think actually There's a hundred million people, so many in, in, in much worse situations than me. And I think that empathy is is a real importance. And so it's being grounded as well and being grateful for what you have. You know, we might all want the latest things, but actually you have a roof over your head. You have a full belly. You have electricity and running water and you have friends and family. For me, that's that's really important. So being grounded and empathy and giving back to your community, as I say, you know, if there's three things, it's community empathy and being grounded.
0: Excellent. A lot for us to to take and work with there, definitely. For sort of final question for me, I guess, in terms of where do you see the, the future of sort of corporate responsibility going? What's going to be the, the focus for sort of the next 10 years or so?
1: Definitely the environment. And when I say environment, I don't just mean renewable energy, our water, because when, when we talk about sustainability, I think people always go for planting trees, you know, helping wildlife, reducing our, our water usage and renewable energy. And while those are really fundamental, actually, when we talk about sustainability, it's everything from the ground up, no pun intended. But there is a real um, push for for society to be more inclusive and for everyone to have the same opportunities. And I think that CSR will move into the ESG and sustainability world to be able to offer more opportunities to young people, to offer them brighter futures, whether that's in work or whether that's in volunteering and encouraging young people to say, you don't have to have the best degree, you just have to have a passion for what you do and that could be playing sport my stepson loves computer games and building stuff and that sparked his interest into maybe being an architect and you know you sort of sit there and you go oh, you're playing on Fortnite again but actually he's building and he's learning skills on there and i think as parents sometimes we need to take a step back to say oh you're on that computer all the time but what he's learning will help him in a future career and I think sometimes we're a little bit old school in 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 that regard so so for me it's really important that we nurture what our young people have a passion for whether that's fashion whether it's Instagram there are careers in Instagram we have a social media team at Wesleyan that bring in a huge amount of business but they have to know how to use social media I can do a selfie but I couldn't tell you I couldn't sell you a product but young people can and there is so many different careers now that I, I believe that didn't exist even five years ago whereas I think my role and, and and my my sort of industry's role in in sustainability is it's sustainability for the environment it's sustainability for our community but it's also sustainability for our pipeline and that's our employees and our customers.
0: Jess, thank you so much for your your time today. really appreciate getting out your busy schedule to to share that with us and lots of wonderful information there.
1: I'm more than happy if anybody wants to find me on LinkedIn or if any of your students want to have a chat with me about my career, I'm always available to come and do. Uh, a session on what CSR is and talk about the, the amazing fun stuff I get to do, like absailing off our building. That's another thing I've done. <laughs>
0: That's uh, amazing. It'd be great great when we can start getting visitors and getting you in as well and talking about that. It'd be brilliant.
1: Oh, I'd love that. I've, yeah. I've always got like nice things to bring along as well. Yeah. So you know we, could, we can come and have some fun.
0: Excellent. Brilliant. Thank you very much. That was Jessica Wilkesball, Corporate Responsibility Manager for Wesleyan. I need to again say a massive thank you to Wild Hearts and particular Heather McCann for making that connection and getting her on the show for us today. I've been overwhelmed, to be honest, by the amount of support people in terms of suggestions for who you want to see on the podcast, people volunteering to come on. And please, please do keep it up. We only really want to be looking at things that individuals are interested in. If you want to come on the podcast, please contact us. Find us info at Brain Can Do go on the network on Facebook, all of these things are going to help us build up, as I said at the very start, a network of individuals who want to share their ideas about how we can improve educational practice and advice to young people. One of the things after recording that that Jessica and I were talking about is in terms of our COVID anxiety workshops and uh, some overlap between some work that she's been doing looking at the impact of COVID on young people and teachers. So it's been great to make those connections and start sharing and collaborating those ideas. That's everything for this week. I've been Ben Stevenson. Thank you for joining us.